Anatomy of Relationships Understanding Your Relationships by Ion Farwar Your relationships hold the secret into your deepest desires and needs. They point to parts of you that did not receive what they needed in the past and now hope to find them in your relationships with others. Hi, this is Ion Farwar. I'm glad you're here. This channel is about self-realization and honoring our life purpose and meaning. If you're interested in these topics, please subscribe to stay connected. Your support is a foundation of this channel and encourages me to create more content in the future. For more information about myself and my life mentoring practice, please find my bio link in the description below. Today, we want to focus on relationships and what they reveal about us. We humans are social beings and have a desire to feel connected with others. But beneath our desire for connection are some needs. Need to feel valued, appreciated, and loved. Need to share our story and be understood. Need to feel connected and have a sense of belonging. Being in a romantic relationship helps us feel emotionally nourished and loved. Being a parent helps us embody and express our parental love. And having friends and family gives us a sense of belonging. Irrespective of their nature, our relationships always involve fulfillment of some needs and fail when these needs are not fully understood or met. If you have had emotional relationships, that failed in the past, or are currently in an emotional relationship that is challenging to navigate, do you know what part of you makes your relationships challenging? How much do you know about this part of you? If you have friends or family members that you love, but find your relationships with them challenging, do you know why a part of you loves them? and another part of you making your interactions with them challenging? If you gave up on romantic relationships, don't feel as connected to your friends and family and find yourself increasingly isolated, do you know the part of you that prefers you to be alone? What do you know about this part of you and what it needs to open up again to relationships? Your relationships, especially those you find most challenging, are filled with wisdom about you. Being curious about your relationships can raise your self-awareness because behind each one of them, there is a part of you that demands something from that relationship. When you recognize these parts and be open to give them what they need, your relationships become healthier and less demanding on others. This presentation invites you to become curious and understand the psychological anatomy of your relationships. Without this understanding, your challenging relationships continue to be a puzzle to you. If you have relationships you value, but they're not as nourishing as they could be, the information provided here can be helpful in improving them. More specifically, we cover the following topics. Transactional nature of relationships. 
relationship as a mean to meet a need. Our inner child needs and how they affect our relationships as adults. Why relationships fail, anatomy of an unhealthy relationship. And how to analyze and understand your relationships. Transactional nature of relationships. Relationship as a mean to meet a need. Every relationship we are in is transactional in nature and fulfills a need we have. This includes our emotional relationships, our relationships with our parents or children, and our relationships with our friends or relatives. An ideal relationship is one where the needs of both parties are balanced and mutually met. Unfortunately, not all relationships are ideal or well-balanced. For example, romantic relationships could become emotionally challenging and overbearing, ultimately leading to painful separations. Our relationships with our parents or children can also become emotionally cold and not as caring or nourishing. Difficult relationships make us feel misunderstood, unappreciated, or even inadequate and helpless. For example, if a part of me demands to be valued and celebrated by my friends all the time, but they are preoccupied and not able to satisfy my needs, I may feel abandoned and insecure in my friendship with them. I may even choose to blame them for being selfish or self-absorbed, and ultimately withdraw and end my friendships. Without exception, all of our relationships are inherently transactional. They can remain healthy and mutually nourishing only if we understand what values are being exchanged and what emotional needs in both parties are being met. Our inner child needs and how they affect our relationships as adults. It is known from psychology that our personality is mostly formed during our childhood and adolescence years. When our needs as a child are fully met by our parents, guardians, or teachers, we grow up feeling loved, valued, and emotionally secure. But when our needs are denied and not fully met, we grow up not realizing our value, not knowing how to love ourselves, and feeling emotionally secure and confident in our relationships as adults. If our childhood needs for feeling safe, loved, and valued are not fully met, we usually try to satisfy those needs through our relationships later as adults. This almost always affects our relationships in a negative way, because our inner child needs dominate our relationships making them emotionally complex and confusing to all parties. Let me give a few examples to clarify this. For example, if I were not seen valued or unconditionally loved as a child, I grew up not realizing my value or self-worth. Because of that, I define and search to find my worth in my work and relationships with others. I demand being seen and unconditionally loved by others, irrespective of how I behave or what I am willing to give back in return.
If I did not learn to trust myself as a child, I grow up doubting my decisions and abilities. So I end up being insecure in my relationships as an adult, demanding others to validate me all the time, which could be overbearing on people around me. Or if I had to grow up with adults who were dishonest, I may grow up feeling suspicious of everybody around me, which may not be justified or fair to them. Or if I grew up in an emotionally chaotic home and had to take responsibilities beyond my age to survive, I may grow up becoming someone who needs to always be in charge and control the environment I'm in. I may become an authoritative or over-prescribing parent or partner in my relationships. This happens because my inner child needs that in order to feel safe again. As an overly controlling parent or partner, my behaviors make my children and partner feel uncomfortable, suffocated, and powerless, and ultimately withdraw and minimize their interactions with me. There are many more examples of how our unmet childhood and adolescence needs can negatively affect our relationships as adults. The unmet needs of our inner child stays within us as adults and very often dominate the dynamic of our relationships with others. This holds true in all of our relationships, as a parent, as a friend, as an emotional partner, and so on. In fact, the reason many relationships fail is related to our inner child emotional wounds and unmet needs. If you're interested to know more about inner child needs, please see one of my earlier presentations linked in the description below. Why Relationships Fail Anatomy of an Unhealthy Relationship Quality of our lives depends on the quality of our relationships and whether or not they are healthy and emotionally nourishing or otherwise unhealthy and emotionally draining. Relationships become unhealthy and fail when parties are not fully aware of their own needs and whether it is fair to demand those from their partners. Let me give an example to clarify what I mean. If I did not feel safe and protected growing up as a child, I become emotionally sensitive to my environments and people around me as adults. I demand safety and protection from those I'm in relationship with, as if my inner child is still searching for safety and protection of his parents in others. If I am in a loving relationship, I cannot fully embody my role as a lover, because my inner child desires to find his mother in my partner in order to feel emotionally safe and adored. The lover part of me will be suppressed by my inner child or the boy within me who is still looking to find his mother in my partner. This also confuses my partner because she is not in this relationship to be the mother my inner child demands her to be. This is a good example of how our unhealed inner child wounds and needs can destroy our relationships and, as a consequence, our life. Many loving relationships can become emotionally cold and end up in separation 
because the partners are not fully aware of their inner child and don't realize how it blocks their ability to embody love without projecting their parents on each other. Similarly, many parent-child relationship issues are caused by the parents' inner child needs being projected on their children. For example, if the mother of a child grew up with parents that were overcritical of her as a child, she may absorb the overcritical energy of her parents. Now, being a mother, she may unintentionally become overcritical of her own children, essentially projecting her inner child wounds on her children, which is neither justified nor fair to them. This mother cannot fully embody or express her motherly love toward her children because her wounded inner child dominates and negatively affects her relationship with them. Children growing up with this overcritical mother prefer to hide from her or even worse, absorb her overcritical energy and become self-critical of themselves. How to analyze and understand your relationships In this section, I provide a few suggestions to help you become more curious about your relationships. Before we start, let's do a quick contemplation to clarify what I mean by analyzing your relationships. Check inside and pick one of your failed relationships in the past. This could be a relationship with a close friend, a family member, or a former partner. Now, reflect back and check what made that relationship fail. Which one of your needs were not met in that relationship? Do you blame the other party for this failure? Could it be that a part of you was also responsible? Maybe a part of you that had needs and demands that could not possibly be met by the other party? What do you notice about these needs? Do you notice having them in your current relationships too? How young were you when you first noticed these needs in you? What happened in that age? These questions allow you to notice the parts of your personality that make your relationships challenging. In most cases, these parts go back to your childhood and what you needed but did not receive as a child. If you're open to analyze your relationships, the following steps can be useful in doing that. Pick one of your relationships that you value but find not as ideal. Check what makes that relationship not as ideal. What do you need or demand that is not being met in that relationship? For example, do you feel you're not being seen, valued, or validated, or not feeling emotionally safe, secure, or loved by the other party? 
There is a chance you blame the other party for what you feel, but try to refrain from blaming others and instead turn your attention to the part of you that is unhappy in this relationship. What needs are not being met? What do you notice about this part of you and the needs it has? How young were you when you first noticed having these needs, but others failed to meet them? How old were you back then? What happened during that age? If the needs the part of you has go back to your childhood, what caused these needs to become important to you? For example, if your parents were emotionally cold and did not spend much time with you, your inner child may feel lonely and abandoned. Once you identified the part of you that has needs, extend some compassion and love toward it and try to give it what it needs. For example, imagine it in your mind, see it, love it, and listen to what it has to say. If this part of you needs more attention and care from you, consider doing some inner work until all its needs are fully met and the part can restore its full emotional health in that age. When the part is emotionally healed, It no longer affects your relationship as much. That should help you improve your relationship and bring it back to a mutually nourishing state. In closing, remember that your relationships reveal a lot about you and your innermost desires and needs. If you have nourishing relationships, think about what makes them feel nourishing to you. If you have relationships that are emotionally challenging, and not as nourishing, become curious about what part of you is unhappy in them. What needs are not being met? Try to fulfill those needs on your own by giving yourself what you demand from others. This helps you feel more connected to yourself and empowers you to improve your relationships. Remember that the quality of your relationships ultimately dictates the quality of your life. If you have found this presentation useful, please like and share it with your like-minded friends. Please subscribe to my channel and share your thoughts and comments. For more information about myself and my life mentoring practice, please find my bio link in the description below. Blessings.